Welcome to Machine Learning. <clears throat> Cybersecurity. So, what? this is a complex field. The more I think about it, the more I realize how complex it is. You have your machine, and it has an operating system, and part of the operating system is protected, meaning that there are certain configurations, DLLs, that are um, not supposed to be changed. And then you have a registry, and this is on Windows, and then you have DLLs, dynamic link libraries, and some of those libraries can be what they call globally accessed, GACs, global access components. Now, those components get registered in the registry and they become in-process services. Now, what that means to me is it is um, it becomes a thread running off of the kernel. Well, so what does this all have to do with cybersecurity? And the question is um, interesting in itself because what it implies is that uh, cybersecurity is really a function of configuration management. I want to be able to restore my system back to a certain image and also to recover all my data files. So one strategy I've been thinking of is that you build a system image, so you install all your software, and you keep all your data, say, on OneDrive. Uh, so it's, it's uh, remoted off your machine. And then you base, you create your system image, and that image can also be stored either as a, another drive partition or on a CD-ROM or, or something, uh, some other medium separate from your machine. So in the event of a cyber attack, you can restore back your image and um, you assume that the data files are protected through Microsoft's um, filters, scan filters on OneDrive. Now, one thing I've noticed about OneDrive is it isn't really a very fast process for getting the files up there. And uh, I was trying to move everything under my, um, on my local drive up to my OneDrive and it was just an enormous number of files and it couldn't handle the indexing. So there's a, there's a, there's a limitation to the number of files, I think. Uh, just for basic OneDrive. But, um, so you have your OneDrive, you have your system image, and you can also use restore points. Now, restore points are not the same as a system image. And uh, you have to understand that if, you're, if you have a, an infected machine and you go back to a restore point, that doesn't mean that that machine is going to be re 
recoverable. So you, you want to have that system image first, then you move to uh, restore points. And you might think of them as kind of more like log files or, um, you know, it's measuring what is changing uh, or, or taking snapshots of particular things at a certain point in time. So you can restore back to that point in time and hopefully you, you know, this is in case you deleted an email or you deleted a file and you want to go back in time uh, maybe one day to see if you can get access to that file and, uh, and then move forward through another restore point to bring you back up to the current day. Um, those are always very scary propositions to try to recovering uh, data. Now, there are companies that uh, will back up your whole system onto the cloud, and then if you had a problem, um, they will rebuild your image and put it on a hard drive and send it to you. Um, so I think that presupposes what you do is you transfer that hard drive content to your new machine's hard drive, and then you have your operating image back up. That's like for some sort of uh, media failure, possibly. Um, not necessarily in the case of a cyber attack. And so that... that uh, um, there are companies that are actively scanning, almost like uh, Barracuda or Norton Utilities, are actively scanning, looking for, um, uh, looking for indications of possibly variations in the timestamp, file size. They're looking at some variants and then identify that particular DLL or component as varying from the main DLLs and then uh, can identify that as suspicious files. Uh, the, other, the other idea behind it is how to determine if there are files that are encrypted, encrypted. And it turns out that encrypted files are difficult to identify uh, until they're they attempt to be re-encrypted because the data in them is not purely random. Or, I mean, it seems random, but encrypted files are not pure random files, but they appear to be. And so you can train neural nets to identify what looks like random binary sequences versus non-random 